I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I take you for a ride on the devil's ship. I take you for a ride where you sink or swim. Now come with me and let this story begin. We're here with Orchid. Is this good? The NDA, yeah. <laughs> we're, here, we're here with Orchid. Guys, uh, you just dropped a new single called Paradise. Today. I was Today. listening to it. What'd you think? I was very upset. Oh. Very, very upset. Tell me why. <laughs> Number one, lack of diversity. Uh, you're right. We don't have any black people. On I heard song. zero black or trans voices. But we do have a Spanish lady on the song. Yeah. Which kind yeah. of brought it back for me. Right, but real Latin person or Latinx, because that's going to change everything. Well, she's Mexican, I believe. No, I was actually, I was, no, I was happy that you guys made a song. <laughs> You guys made a summer jam. We did, man. That's yeah. Exactly the point. How fun was that? So fun, and oh, probably a song. We we tore our hair out on this song more than any other track we've ever done. Well, you weren't happy with it. Lyrically, we were. We went back and forth for a long time. <clears throat> you want to tell that story? Yeah. No. Lyrically, uh, at one point we realized um, it sounds a little uh, rapey. Okay. Well, <laughs> we didn't realize this. Somebody pointed it out to us, and well, it did open up with, "Do you mind getting raped?" Uh, so that's yeah. That was yeah. a hard I mean, open. We scream yeah. rape at the top yeah. of our lungs. Wait, what seemed? What were the original lyrics about? It's kind of aggressive. The lyrics. It wasn't you know, that it was aggressive. Like, it was just. It could be misconstrued in the world yeah. that we are today that it was rape. I think it was. Um, uh, I can't remember. I anymore. can't remember it either. To uh, be honest. Anyway, it was just about like there it, was no consent. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I see it. I will take it. <laughs> what are we talking about? A woman. A yeah, exactly. Well, All right. Know. Well, even Sting, like remember every breath you take. Oh, that's man, the that rapiest song. So song yeah, that's Absolutely. the rapiest song ever made. But he comes out. People go up to Sting and say, uh, "Oh, we we danced at our wedding to that song." He's like, "Are you guys fucking crazy? That song is like is about a stalker." And he's like, yeah. "Do you speak English?" Because <laughs> that's not what you should be playing at your fucking wedding. Absolutely it is not. A fucking creepy song. It, yeah, yeah. I'll be watching. Yeah, every be. breath Sting you take. Sting is creepy <laughs> though. Sting is creepy. Sting just look is. At him. But also, that's just how songs sometimes translate. You know what I mean? If you break it down, it, but it sounds fun. A lot of songs are like that. So you guys, it was really rough in the beginning. And then you said, okay, let's tone it down because it sounds weird. It wasn't rough. It was just... Um, the lyrics just seemed that even way? Even just writing the lyrics about it, uh, it wasn't didn't come as, as, as quickly to you yeah. from what I remember. And we were, we were working on it together. And uh, even melodies, we kept changing melodies back and forth over oh, the course the of it. I'm pre-chorus. I was actually telling somebody about that today because uh, he was telling me how the pre-chorus and the chorus kind of sound a bit similar. I was like, dude, don't talk to me about that fucking yeah, pre-chorus. We went back and forth, I was getting PTSD man. from it. Like, we, have, we, we recorded that pre-chorus, I think, like three times. Yeah. Why? Because we, we didn't like it. We recorded, we had one version of it and uh, we listened to it. And then what happened was the curfew hit. So yeah. we couldn't go to the studio anymore. And there's, there's more the to curfew. that. Yeah, there's more to that. So we couldn't go to the studio anymore. <laughs> And we stopped listening to the track while we worked on other music. And then when we're like, oh, we, there's a curfew still, but we can at least work on the weekends now. When we went back to the studio, we listened to the track again. And we're like, this pre-chorus sucks. Oh, uh, fuck. And so we were like, what the fuck are we going to do? It, it, we thought it was really good. We went. We worked was there too much consent in the pre-chorus? Uh, lyrically, it wasn't the <laughs> a issue. A bit too it much. Was, that was the problem. It was melody-wise. that it, it just 
we just didn't like it anymore. Um, and when we worked with Kevin uh, Jardine, the producer, and he um, he's like, "Are you guys sure? Because I think the chorus is the pre-chorus is fine." And I'm like, "No, we really we're really just not feeling it anymore." You're so, fired, Kevin. <laughs> so we have a video of us working in the studio. Honestly, I think I think it's literally. That's why he was saying that because he just didn't feel like working on it anymore. It's like, guys, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had to redo it again a third time yeah. for the lyrics because one of his friends is like, it's good. I like it. It's a little rapey. <laughs> but give me an example. I'm very curious to hear oh, the. Man. Oh, Dude, I think it? I might have the lyrics still yeah, from yeah, the original he, version. Because when you when we read it out to you, it's not that bad. But, you know, when we're in a world where uh, it's cold outside is deemed a rapey song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's, I, I just don't want to be a, a part of that, you know, in any any fashion. And also, it didn't really have a theme before. And then when we rewrote the pre-chorus this time, uh, at least it fit. it's a theme. It's about a white guy who can't dance. Oh, that's, the, that's it. Literally, that's it's about song. how white we are. Yeah. That's, that's what the song's about now. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, if you take me by the hand, you could save me. You can teach me how to dance. Because what was it hell. before? If you take me by the hand, I'll rape you. Like what was it? <laughs> no, it was it was it was basically how you how you really like this chick and you really want to just like dance with her and whatever. But it's just like when you take it all into context, it's like I won't stop until my. And it's like whoa, all right, like <laughs> won't stop till your blood is dripping <laughs> on my carpet. So guys, oh, that uh, might be a little excessive. Uh, just a little. You think? Just a little. And then again, we have a uh, we have new tracks. That Where are you getting that nah, from? No, nah, it's not the it's the new lyrics. Son of a have, bitch. When's the album? You said you have a new album dropping for me. Yes, yes. Okay, so this is like a world exclusive. Can you make that with like reverb and like delay, Poseidon? Because that'd be so sick. Oh, this guy. <laughs> uh, we uh, well, we're releasing a track next month for uh, the first single off of our latest AP- EP. Uh, Julian can tell you the name of it. Oh, I can. That's the name of the track. I was about to say, just fucking stop playing games with me. Okay, fine. I'll fucking stop playing games. And then the uh, the tra- the EP's coming out um, end of August. We don't have a date yet. We're still finalizing some last things, but uh, four songs. And it's going to be called The um, Darkest, Darkest Side, Side of, of Truth. Truth. Okay, I like that. Yeah. So and what can we expect from that type of Shit. album? Pure oh. garbage. I mean, style-wise, is it going to be like uh, Critically Ashamed? Is it going to be closer to Paradise? Like, what's it? Uh, absolutely, completely different. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah it has a rock bass, and we have electric drums on this one. And, yeah, it's wow. kind of different. We, we, we're going okay. once again in another vein. It's uh the, the vein that we've been trying to do for a while. Uh, uh, there's more guitar playing in it than ever before, but not very crunchy guitar. It's more leads. Probably the best lead work I've ever done. And I say this all the time, but for real. This <laughs> well, shit that is- should be the case, by the way, because every new thing you should have learned so yeah. much. It should always be better. Absolutely. But like I listen back to it. I'm like, God damn, this is good fucking Oh, you're guitar. proud of it. Just the songwriting in general. Um, yeah. well, all, all I can, you're going to hear it next month when it's released. Just the songwriting in general. I Got think better. That's, that's a compliment. We get a lot to the few people we've shown it to. It's like, guys, fuck. And like every time you guys write something, it keeps getting better and better and better, and it's like great. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it should be. Yeah, it's great. So there's the guitar playing, and then not only that, yeah, of course the song, the songwriting is much much better. Not that it wasn't bad before, but it's different now, and it, it, it we really come into our own, I think, with that. And lyrically, fucking phenomenal. This guy wrote amazing fucking lyrics, great melodies. Not rapey. Uh, I don't know. Maybe skin <laughs> might be a little rapey. Yeah, actually, but it's it's you know it fits the style on that one. Uh, and uh, one somber ballad, I guess it's not really a ballad. It's called "Good Enough," but uh, also stylistically different. 
but it's very, very um. It, all the songs go well with the title of the EP, The Darker Side of Truth. They're very exact, dark, somber, like you said, eerie. Yeah. You're going to get that feel. Yeah, so the way to describe the sound of it is uh, Post Malone and The Weeknd were hanging out with Slash and uh, Sinister Gates, the guitarist of Revenge Sevenfold. I like, I like what you're saying here. Yeah, so That's <laughs> a marriage I can get behind. Yeah, nice. so it's That unholy like quartet that I can get exactly. behind. Exactly, <laughs> except yeah. from the two of us. And, uh, I mean, it's... Very um, ex- exemplifies the year that we had last year, I think. The year that everyone so. had. No, yeah, wasn't it right. a weird fucking... It was, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, even if, at least in part for me, uh, and I think most of the year for Julian, if COVID didn't happen, it still would have been a really shitty fucking year. Um, and lyrically, we we did speak to that. And why I, why I believe the lyrics are really good this time is because... Because uh, they weren't good before? Oh, they were good. They were absolutely good lyrics, but... God damn it. Listen, man. Shut coming up. Coming out right here. He's coming out right here. All right. Cool. He's like, look, the problem. Listen, the problem was the problem with this band like was, was coming. St- from is him. about your guitar playing here? <laughs> the problem was before. I always felt that the lyrics were coming from you, whereas this one, I was like, holy shit, it's this our, is me. No. Yeah, like it speaks to me. But does it speak to him at all? Well, he wrote them. Like critically no. ashamed, I knew where he was coming from. Like, oh, I get it. I'm with you on that 100. Mm. percent Then he wrote all I can. I'm like, my god feel like you're speaking about me and then he did it again with skin and he did it again with good enough and that's where i felt like you came into your own uh, lyric like as a lyricist because it, you were writing it i don't know what perspective you were taking but it felt like you were speaking of me so that is I was writing by the same perspective i always it was so yeah. funny because like you were singing it to me and the whole song is i hate you i fucking hate I mean, you <laughs> we need to change this well, band I mean, <laughs> you're singing it to me it was about you well, I mean, he well, he did have to sit next to me recording it since we did it from home now. And yeah. uh, also really proud that we were able to do it from home. My God. Yeah, well, everything changed. Now, you could do anything from home. I know. But if you remember the last time I was here, I was like, no, I like to go to the studio. I don't know how to do any of that shit. And, and uh, curfew hit. And we was he was over. Uh, he had to basically stay the night all yeah. the time. Uh, and we're like, what are we going to do? We got we to gotta re- release these. We got to write new songs. We got to release it. We don't know what the hell to do now with the curfew and everything. So... Um, but we're big fans of Billie Eilish, and we saw a documentary that, that they recorded that Grammy Award-winning album. He saw the documentary. I, I saw. Okay, well, it. I saw it. Anyway, Good. I was telling him about it, and uh, I was I like, 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 "Look, we're big fans of Billie Eilish." And Julian said, like, "I, sh- I showed well, you I like, it." Okay, I like Billie Eilish. Don't get me wrong; I haven't seen it's the bullshit. I showed you the part where I was talking about. Anyway, right, right the showed, mic. Bring the right He showed mic. me the part. I didn't see the documentary. Fine. It was like 20 minutes, man. Jesus. She anyway. had a 20-minute documentary? It was about How her brother. It was a documentary? It was about her brother uh, <laughs> so recording the album. It's not even about her. It was about her brother recording the documentary for the album. So it was anyways. about Esteban Eilish. Esteban. Esteban Eilish. Yes, it was about Esteban. Anyway, and Esteban, Esteban Eilish is a lyricist, can right? You say it properly. Esteban. Esteban. Esteban Eilish. Depends where you're from. Yeah, Esteban. Esteban. I don't even know if his name is Esteban. Esteban. It just no, sounded hilarious. No, it's a Phineas. Phineas. What? Phineas. Like Phineas and Ferb. You fucking with me? Absolutely <laughs> not. Phineas. Phineas. They faint? <laughs> Phineas. Phineas. By the way, Phineas and Ferb, that was a good cartoon. That was a great show. It was show. a phenomenal yeah. cartoon. That was a great show. But goddamn. Um, so anyway. Anyways. He was, how he did was the parents ever figure showing, out what they were up to? Yeah. He was showing how to record, how, the, how they recorded that, that album. And it was in his room. Not, it's, he's, it's his words, right? He's the lyricist behind her? No, she's the lyricist. He writes the music. Ah, so, interesting. So he would. See, was I didn't know that. I don't know. That. I just found that out. A yeah. lot of my listeners just found that out. I find that exciting. It, it was exciting. I'm a big fan of the music. So I was watching how it was produced. And it was in a room 
okay, you see the size of your room? Half yeah. this size, no treatment at all. And she would sing the words on the bed. Which which songs are we talking about? All of them. I don't know if I've heard these songs. Okay, you've heard Bad Guy? I've heard Bad Guy. That one. I think that one was okay. That what one, else? Uh, uh, good, all the Good Girls Go to Hell. Um, what was the other big one from that album? Crying when I'm coming home. That one. I don't too. care Ocean much about Eyes. that. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Ocean Eyes was good. Ocean Eyes was the I'll first admit, one. I'll admit that that was a great fucking song. That one. You, I'm, I'm going to find you one that I like. I love all, all the good girls. Because. Uh, That's like my favorite one from the album. I only have one song of hers that I actually was listening to because I know because Spotify told me that it was my most listened to song of the year. Really? It was, yeah, it was the weirdest thing. You see, number one was that one. And then the rest was like Megadeth of the Weekend. That's nah, nah. All, yeah, but number too, one yeah. by far it was her. And I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, I haven't heard it in a while. next year is going to be hilarious. Mine's always hilarious. It's going to be like Dua Lipa number one for sure. Oh, Dua Lipa, I don't like. <laughs> I think I destroyed She's a that album. Like I've, I've played it over and over and Every over time he comes over, 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 he's over like, again. I was listening to Dua Lipa today. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? No, not when the party's over. I think that was a good song too. That's a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. There was one that I, Poseidon, you remember the one that I really liked? Everything I Wanted. Everything I wanted. Ah, yeah. Uh, where's that? Song, where's yeah. that? I believe that's off that album. Is uh, it? Everything. Or is that a single? Oh, everything I wanted. I think it's just a single. Yeah. It might be a single. Yeah, anyway, he still does album, it, but yeah. it's not in his room anymore. But it, it, the well, wherever they make, did that song, that's a song. So it, the point I was trying to make is he recorded that album with no none of the the, the studio treatment that people talk about. Okay, no so no wait, soundproofing. Uh, see, that's the thing, though. In the documentary, so yeah, what they did in their room, but what went on in the background okay. that you haven't heard yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Hold on. all the mastering and the mixing that's, and everything. That's it's not, not the point. It's not guaranteed. It's all him, dude. That's, it, it's not the point. He he does <laughs> say he mixed it. He mixed it and then he sent it off for mastering. Mm -hmm. He's never he's never said that he didn't do that, but he did it in that room, and the mastering was done at a at a big studio to make it sound good everywhere. It's like I couldn't do that. I don't have the speaker set up to do that. Um, but the point is, he, all the sounds that they use, Ocean Eyes. Is all from Logic Pro. It was he didn't um, have it created. He didn't pay anybody else. He just did it with what, whatever what he had there. available. And the idea, I like that. Yeah, and that's what we were trying to do was use what's available instead of going out and spending hundreds of dollars to, to or thousands of dollars even to do something that we don't even know if it's going to work or not. So we used what was available to us. We set up to record at home, um, and that's what we did with these new songs. And they're uh, honestly the fact that we were able to. Uh, the fact that we had that space to do that, I think made the songs even better because we were able to hear it back and hear it live. You press record, you press play. Oh, I don't like this. Let's redo this. Like on the spot, which was not something that we had been able to do before. No, we never had the experience in that ever, ever, it, ever, ever, ever. I mean, that's not a simple thing to do either. Cause you told me last time you were here that you're used to giving it away and letting someone who knows what they're doing master mix all that because it's a whole different ball game yeah the yeah. mixing i'm still working on but we did send off the songs for mixing because it's you I, have to yeah have you want to, the songs yeah. to be good yeah. but actually laying it down and trying out different sounds and stuff like that like that was like we could just keep layering forever and seeing what we can get and even vocally um trying out different things just because we weren't on studio time oh uh, my god that was such a bitch <laughs> all right what was happening so uh we are able to take as many takes as we want now but the thing is, at least with a producer there, it's like he kind of guides you um, to where you got to get to. Whereas to you have two idiots now in a room where it's like, 
Yeah, now it's just two kids basically yeah, with no like, rules. We think we, this we okay. This is where we want to get it to, but how do we get it there? And it's just like we're just taking take after take after take after take after take after take after, and and it gets annoying. And yeah, long you need a producer to be like, no, you do this. Mm, this isn't working, right? Yeah. Well, we're we like, do kind of do what that. What are the though? right harmonies to put here? And it's like we could spend three hours just on figuring out the harmonies. Yeah, Whereas to a producer is like in five minutes you'll be like, well, we could try these ones or these ones. Oh, we found it. You know, but <laughs> that that trial and error that we had did lead, lead us to very cool things that we wouldn't have had otherwise. Definitely, one hundred percent agree with that. Well, there is a producer who I, a famous one that I think might be available. hasn't had a good year. Uh, what's his name? Besides Kanye West. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he hasn't had. I believe he's in the midst of a divorce. We spoke. And he's walking around with full face masks. We spoke. Yeah. And uh, nah, man, he's uh, he's not doing too well. Oh shit! I, I called him. I told him who I think he should date, and he started yelling that I don't have the him? answers. He said, you, "You don't have the answers, Pantelis. You don't have the answers." Motherfucker! <laughs> Who'd you tell him to date then? Uh, I told him to stay away from Hollywood. I said, "You got to date a country girl." Hollywood, I a can girl? see him with a country yeah. girl. I could see him with that too. Yeah, yeah. These Hollywood people are too because he's already very eccentric, right? You need someone to balance you, bring you down to earth. You can't have another crazy person with you. That's two crazies, right? It's absolutely true. Yeah. That's true. Right? Well, a normal person hanging out with a crazy person, that's just... No, that works. They bring you down. They, they have fun with you because you bring them you, a little you up. Gotta find but they you gotta they find someone to your crazy. Yeah, they balance. Yeah, yeah. By bring you down, I don't mean like emotional. I just mean it balances <laughs> you out because then you see another perspective of the calm one. Like, I'm going to do this and this and this. And like, well, that's... So let me ask Calm you. down. There's a little crazy. And then you're like, oh, is that is that crazy? Like, yeah, that's completely insane. Who's the crazy one in your relationship? Oh, it's me. Absolutely. <laughs> of course as long as you know it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why i need a calm it. girl to fucking calm me down obviously <laughs> could you imagine me with someone like me exactly no it wouldn't work it would be you guys be a super yeah. couple no no oh, I, I totally they absolutely would be and a super are you couple. single oh uh, yeah i am but like, <laughs> i had a i had a calm girl before <laughs> but it depends calm yeah they have to i get your craziness but yeah you have to balance it out you can't absolutely yeah two wrongs never make a right yeah that's what Hitler said. You and Poseidon, though, are pretty crazy. Hmm? You and Poseidon together, too crazy. Yeah, but we're not dating. Oh, no, but you have a relationship. We have a relationship, yeah. I but it's mostly it consists of me yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. In his relationship with his girlfriend, he's the crazy one. But in his relationship really, with me... Really, I would have never thought. No, but in his relationship with me, I'm the crazy one. He's your bitch. Hey, no, no, it's not like that. It's more I'm the crazy one in the sense that, like... He's not always the voice of reason, but sometimes he needs to be like, "Oh fuck, okay, like that's we should calm shit down," because it's me going off the the hand. So you have different relationships with everyone. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. not the never deny that you you kind of almost have to. But he used to be the crazier one, and then he started to calm down, realizing like, I was the calm one, and then trying to bring him down. Like our relationship, and then now he got dragged down. Now he's trying to be more of a normal human yes. being. So then I look crazier, and I'm the one always like, "What the fuck?" No, no, this, no. you know what I mean. Yeah. Sorry, what'd you say? My mic is on. Yeah, mic's on now, yeah. It is just, live, but it's just like, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you yeah, separate yeah, the like screen? Lemmy, you're like <laughs> Lemmy, dude. Because I, I, I didn't think I was going to talk, so I put them together to work. Hey. <laughs> there you go. Why didn't you think you were going to talk? <laughs> uh, oh, no, because I I'm told him, don't talk on... to the guests. Don't look at them in the eyes. <laughs> oh, okay, understandable. That's why he looks like Wilson now. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, it was also my environment. Remember we spoke about this? Every time I was going home and work it. home, it was always uh, craziness. Yeah, he was always stressed out, yeah. right? So it, he would always explode. Due, Is it you? 
Hey, no, no, before me, before even <laughs> okay. meeting me. So no, no, no. His, he would go the extra, he would be super eccentric. He would do, he can't just buy a normal jacket. He has to buy a jacket with leopard print and a guy masturbating on it. Like just the weirdest <laughs> things. Just because he needed to be that level of extra, right? Whereas then I would calm down. Like, what are you doing? You're wasting your money, you're wasting your time, you're wasting your energy. Like, you know, and then I would bring him down. But then now that he's trying to be a normal human being, I'm still in the thick of it. Now I'm the crazier one because I'm the one running around going crazy. But what the fuck's going on here? And him is like, Calm down, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it, it, we shifted. Yeah. That's amazing. I love you crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's going to shift again. You know how it is. It's yeah. Like, oh. one, one bad week and he's off the fucking rails. Yeah. I'm it yelling. doesn't take much to derail him. I've, I've heard on the gym managers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. The gym manager story. I thought that was hilarious. I didn't hear this story. Yeah, he almost got arrested, yeah. For not wearing wow. the mask in the, the gym. They called the police oh. on him because he because he got into an altercation with the gym manager. Oh. And then the police came and he was still given attitude. But because uh, the gym manager tried to lie, say that he felt threatened by him. And then him, he's like, I feel threatened by you. I feel threatened by you because I, I matter. I, I want to breathe. I can't breathe with the mask on. Like, so. And then the cop's like, okay, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he's like, I feel threatened by you. I know. I know. That, that whole story was phenomenal. I loved, I actually am a big fan of the intellectuals. Watch it all the time. Dude, underrated show, I find. It I is. Mean, yeah. People don't give it the respect it deserves. Uh, I had the last episode we did with them. I laughed so hard. I, I, I was meant to watch it last night. Oh, Seriously. Oh, it's dude, a I was laughing. Show. I haven't laughed that hard in there on the intellectual in a long time, but for some, me and Guido just went off at one. We spent the last 10 minutes of the episode, 10 or 15 minutes, just saying lines from Home Alone. But with fake Italian accents. Oh, nice! It was it your and your British accent? Normally it was, but this one I was trying. I was like, uh, uh, "I made them my parents disappear," and we just kept. <laughs> it was because we were making fun of how he looked. Now that he shaved, he looks like we said like an, if Home Alone was recast, but for Italians, he's the Italian Buzz. <laughs> you know, he's Buzzino, and we just went off, and he was just like trying to continue the episode. Like, okay, so next, and as soon as he would start, another line would jump on, like down of the hall and to the left. Uh, you know, from Home Alone yeah, Two, uh, yeah. Donald Trump. So all that, and me and Degrido are just dying, and him, he's like <laughs> face down. He's like sons of bitches. I think the most real moment of sincerity that I saw in the intellectuals, not that it's insincere, but mostly the most real moment was when you were talking about his mother and that uh, Ricky that, Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he started freaking out. He's yeah. like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I, Dora, man, I never realized. I never Dora realized. Mind. I'm sorry, man. Just the way you were like, "Don't you dare!" You look like he was gonna cry. He's like, "My mom doesn't do that kind of." And then he's like, "I think my mom did that kind it of was, stuff." It was the realization the when, yeah. you, when you were saying it. It was amazing. So I got a hats off. Hilarious show, guys. Uh, very very underrated show. show. Keep going. Yeah, it's, we're gonna keep pushing. I made a trailer this week for it, and uh, I, th I felt that that hyped people up more. Yeah, uh, we got to do more trailers ourselves. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, you guys, you have um, it's different for for songs to have trailers. You have like little snippets, I guess. Yeah. But you don't want to give away too much either. You want people to enjoy the fucking song. That's why it's uh, like even even for uh, when we were hyping this song up, I found he put too much in the that little snippet that we put on Instagram. I was I like, put the intro. Yeah, that wasn't too much. <laughs> Already, I was like, damn. It's like you gave the intro, and then like I think it was a bit more too. No, no, I, I stopped it right at the end of it. Really? I didn't want to know, yeah, all only one line was so because I had to do something. I went this morning right away. It was after the morning show, or it was before the morning show. Uh, one of your posts, mm. I dropped it out now, and right away, I, well, we're making coffee here. I was playing it. 
I played nice. it twice. You know, I even on forgot the that we released the songs. <laughs> someone, one of you posted it. I saw yeah, it. it was me, but I completely forgot. Like someone texted me, it's like great song, by the way. It's like what's oh shit? He's been forgetting true. all week. <laughs> he came Yo, over to record shit. more music. He's like, oh, it's true. We're releasing it Friday. I'm like, yes, yes, we are. Yeah, focus on the release, kids. <laughs> oh man, but what'd you guys think? I, I don't think he. No, he wasn't paying attention. He. Mm. Because he was late. He had five minutes of setup for the morning show, so he was like scrambling. So that's why I came and make coffee. Uh, so I was here alone. I was listening to it. I didn't get a good, I didn't get a sit down mm. listen. It was playing in the background when I was doing, but I liked it. I didn't have a, I was like, oh shit, they're doing uh, summer summer jams. Summer yeah. jams. Yeah. 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 But I haven't had a chance with it to sit, and but I listened to it twice, which is a good sign. Getting mixed reviews on it. It was. Uh, is it weird for people to hear you guys like, yeah. that's all it is, but that yeah. people get used to. I have no worries. If people don't like it because it's a stylistic yeah. change, well, get but used to it. The whole point of your band is to do whatever the fuck you want. The whole the oh, whole yeah. point of it was one song to a, and another song could be completely different in styles, m- melodies. Like it feels like it's a different band altogether. That's the whole point. You guys want to experiment. Yeah, we want to yeah. show off our, our the stuff Range. that we like to hear. Yeah, so for me, it fits right into how you describe the band and what I like about it. As long as there's like a rock root in there, the rest is just open yeah. season, basically. But dude, I, like critically ashamed, I really like but it was completely different and much lighter than the stuff that was dark that you were doing b- right before that. It's this guy. They're that was both. Me. <laughs> no, but they're both. They're both good. So- they're all good songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and I prefer that it doesn't sound the same. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a surprise keep, element. Yeah, you keep it fresh. You keep yeah. it new. You keep it. It's not like ACDC. Where, don't get me wrong. I love ACDC, but you know what to expect every. Yeah, album. you know what to expect. Well, it's funny because when I was younger, it used to bother me when they were different. So like. Metallica when Saint Anger came out, mm. Stanger. I still don't like that album. It's garbage. Honest. I've been it's listening to it garbage. this week. I was a kid and I was in high school and I was furious. I was like, "What is this horse shit?" I really didn't like it. It yeah. felt weird, but in retrospect, they were just experimenting. They were mm-hmm. trying different stuff. Metallica th- has always experimented on every album. Uh, no, I think up until the Black album, it's felt like Metallica. Obviously, it wasn't the same as thrashy as Kill 'Em yeah, All, but, that's a, yeah. but it still felt like Metallica. And then, like, was it Load and Reload oh, really? felt a little off, but it still felt like Metallica. See, those and then St. Anger, albums. those weren't bad albums, yeah, but they were different, so people took good. them weirdly. Yeah, I don't like them. But St. Anger felt like it was another band trying shit. to be Metallica, but playing other music. That's how it felt to me. They were in the throes of some major shit. Yeah, we the saw time. the documentary, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, St. Anger, I would use that for toilet paper. Like, seriously. It's there's bad. some good moments in there. I've, I've learned to appreciate it as I got a little older. Uh, I didn't like it at all for a long time, and I, I tried, like... Every couple of years, I would listen to it uh, and see, like, do I still not like this? And I'd be like, yep, shit. And then... How did it go again? Saint Anger around my neck. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. lyrically, it was stupid. Yeah. Uh, I, I absolutely agree with that. But like, if you take out the, the horse shit production yeah. that they wanted, <laughs> uh, there was no, a lot I, of aggression there. No, I, I literally just think the songs weren't that strong. Because, dude, we're talking about Metallica, right? Yeah, it, me These too. I used to, it was my favorite band. I used to have long. them... Yeah, on yeah. such a if fucking pedestal. If we're talking pedestal. about some mediocre, but fuck nowhere band, yeah, good album. But this is Metallica. Like you're expecting Metallica quality stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Songwriting wise, I'm not talking about the production because the production. Yeah, I just think it was a little long. There. But most, uh, if they had like regular, like I guess black album song links, the songwriting I think could have been there. They were if it just, was tighter. Yeah. That's yeah, what but I think. That's what, when you see the documentary, you see that it got more experimental. They just wanted to play longer, do different things. So it's funny because knowing that context, it makes me more okay with it 
understanding that they knew it was going to be different and yeah. something like let's just fuck around a bit but there was the other one that came after death magnetic death magnetic which that i think was underrated because people were so pissed at saint anger mm-hmm. they're like they can't be metallic again but i remember death magnetic i remember listening to like this is actually a good album. That's There's a, a few album. very, yeah. very good songs on that. No, those those awesome yeah. albums. That also suffered from production issues, though. What was going on? Not as bad. Um, it was mastered way too loud. It was always clippy. That it was. Oh, yes. that's, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. And uh, remember nothing that, that yeah. they can do about it. Um, I never noticed that until, um, so I, I, I have those uh, AirPods when I, when I run. I got them as a gift. Uh, I'm not saying, I'm not going to talk shit about AirPods. If you want to buy them, I have buy them. them already. Don't worry about but it. I feel like it's fucking... It's expensive oh, for, well, for what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's expensive for what it is. Like if someone yeah, hadn't given them as a gift, it was Stephen Crowder giving them as a gift two years ago for really? Christmas. Yeah, really? it was a, yeah, he sent them as a Christmas gift. Damn. And, and and then I go, fuck guys, like it's an, don't get me that. You know, I told him it's an expensive gift. He goes, nah, don't fucking worry about it. Just enjoy them. And then I started working out more as an excuse to use them. Cause like, when the fuck am I going to use them? I'm in the car, right? So now when I run and stuff, I wear them to listen. And I thought it was the headphones, but there's some songs on Spotify. I guess they're not mastered properly. And it fucking clips. Yeah. And then I realized it's the song. I'm like, these are professional. But that's weird because Spotify remasters songs for you. But they remaster on it. the master. So yeah. if it's already, or if it's clipped in the mix, it's it's. Yeah, and I thought it was the headphones a long time. And then I realized, wait, wait, no, no. It's specific songs and I don't have to have them at max volume. It still sounds like that. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So it's possible for people to just fuck up the mix. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Well, there's been a loudness war for like since the late 80s. Uh, it's kind of tapered off in the last five years or so but you still have people who are trying to make it as loud as possible because of the um when you listen if you have two tracks let's just say that they're identical tracks and you have one that's louder the people will always pick the one that's louder to say it's better why i don't know some cognitive bias that we have where if it's louder we perceive it to be better um and when you're on a radio and you're you know fighting for airplay the one that's louder is going to come out like oh i like that song more what i do know about podcasts though is uh, for the audio having it too low is a problem ah, yeah when you need to put the volume up max and then you still can't hear it so i we make sure that our stuff is is mixed uh properly loud it's just if somebody's you know far talking people get pissed or when i had that flat earth guy people got mad they go uh why is the host uh why his ego he's putting himself louder than the guy but it's because he wasn't <laughs> in studio God. he was through the internet and i actually had him louder than me maxed out but the problem was he Bad wasn't always speaking into the mic yeah because he kept Oof. doing this like so the fucking flat. So there's nothing I could do about that. You know what I mean? I maxed him out here. If his scenario, you know, it's coming through the internet, it's completely different. Like, what do you want me to do? But people don't get it, but they get so upset. The sound is very important. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. That's like, that'll ruin you more than video quality. I yeah. keep telling people that for podcasts. They go, what's the number one thing you recommend? I say, if you're going to spend any money, fuck the cameras. You spend it on audio. Absolutely. Because no one you. watches for an hour and a half. They start doing other stuff. That's why even me, I, I'm subscribed to so many podcasts. All audio. Sometimes I'll catch a video because I'm just curious. A bit, a few minutes. What does that guy look like? Like a guest? Yeah. yeah. And then I'm back to the audio. Yeah, because you're right. If we're watching some, like we, we watch Rogan sometimes, right? And we're not eyes glued to the screen all the time. We're walking around. We'll make yeah. food or whatever. Yeah. And you need to hear that. You need to hear it. That's where you spend. If you're starting a podcast. podcast on and go do something else. Yeah, that's what you're 100%. supposed to. That's how you're supposed to treat it. So that's my recommendation. A lot of people want to start podcasts. The only advice I give you, the because who the fuck am I to give you advice? Focus on audio first. Oh, yeah. Audio first. Uh, I'm with you on that one. I mean, who the fuck are we to give advice? We're just some idiots. Yeah, but you guys at least work in audio your whole life. Like, this is something you're passionate about. That <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But we <laughs> sometimes we're like, I don't like this. I like it. Uh, I don't like this mix here. Uh, like going back and forth on mixes, most of the time we agree, like 99% yeah. of the time. But there's that one thing where it sticks out to him, but not to me. And 
that's that's the art of mixing. There is no proper way. It's just what you want to hear in your head, and that's what you're trying to convey to the guy mixing it. Can I make a recommendation? Uh, no. Okay. Because we didn't like I I connected you with uh, Jess Abram. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys spoke with her. No. Well, you were in that chat. Oh yeah. I thought you guys started your own. I thought you guys started your own chat after. That's no, so no. Realize, oh, uh, yeah. She left me on scene. Oh shit. Yeah. She she does Ouch. that a lot though, but it's because she gets busy. Yeah, she's busy. Um. Because I still think that would be a good collab. I think like so. her melodic voice and you guys rocking. You know what else I think? I got to hook you guys up with some local gangster rappers. Oh, absolutely, That'd be man. cool. Like imagine, Poseidon, imagine a song with them and Cliff. I they, thought, yeah. I thought of the same person. Yeah. Yo, oh. hook us up. We're down. Yeah, we were yeah, actually yeah. looking for a rapper for Paradise. Yeah. We oh, were. shit. You should have told me. But we ended up uh, just settling on a Latin singer, which honestly, I'm actually kind of happy we did. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Because uh, actually, Kevin was saying, like, you guys want a rapper on this song? We're like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, why? <laughs> It'll work. I, so I was watching a thing about the 90s and it was showing um, Aerosmith with Run DMC. Yeah. Yeah. And including Run DMC and Aerosmith in the beginning when people were suggesting they're like get the fuck out of here that hillbilly shit and then Aerosmith was like fuck out of here uh, uh, this rap shit yeah, we're not doing yeah. that and then it was the, such a beautiful little mix yeah. no it works really well I'm, plus we like rap so yeah. I'm, we're always if it's uh, to work with a new, another guy yeah we'll, we'll write a song specifically for that yeah, as long as they're good right Yeah, there's good music and bad music that's it <laughs> we're gonna talk about this after the show we're gonna we're gonna hook you guys up down. Yeah, cool. it's gonna be. This, I think it's it's gonna make a good song. I think so too. Well, I mean, we haven't written anything bad so far. I don't think. As, I, as at least we think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, because he's very uh, Poseidon. I guess my opinion might be biased, but in, what do you? I think he's a fucking I underrated, great. great fucking rapper. No? Very underrated. Yeah. I I think if he was in Montreal, he'd be getting way more traction. Right, I where think is he yeah. from? Yeah. Hmm? Where is he from? Here, Here. Park X. If he wasn't from yeah. Montreal, oh, was yeah, if he wasn't, was I think he'd Montreal. be getting way more love. I think okay. that for most of the artists, well, no, okay, most oh, we of the artists it. I like around yeah, here, I think if they Montreal. were anywhere else, they would be. Uh, it is just Montreal. Just Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. We fuck Shome. That's all I'm gonna say. Just fuck everybody in anglophone media because I personally think the city has a lot of talent, a lot yeah. of awesome talent. We do, with the exception of the people who run fucking media, who are talentless at finding talent. Well, I'll tell you one thing about what you said about fuck Anglo media. I can tell you from personal experience, the adoption that the French community did towards me, yeah, the un, unbelievable. That's that's like a part a part of like my my thought process was like I know that you you're doing much better I guess uh, to, for lack of a better explanation for uh, in in the francophone community than the anglophone one. Yeah, or at least you're you seem to have more of a bigger fan base or a. a, a What's the word I'm looking for here? Like they're way more dedicated. Yeah, yeah, rabid. Yeah, yeah, rabid fan base on the francophone side, uh, whereas on the, the anglophone side, like we don't promote our own, uh, which like, is crazy because it's local. I have more and better English fans, let's say, in New York or in Philly than I would in Montreal. Montreal, we have our core, but then after that, it's harder to gain. It's the weirdest fucking like thing. If you take if you take like the American, you know, the U.S. by American type of stance, they really do feel that. Whereas yeah. in Montreal, we don't have that. We only really have. Well, you're you're a shitty local band. Even for yeah. the radio stations, they will play shitty bands from oh, the rest yeah. of Canada. If Metallica was here, they would have never made never it. made it. Never. Absolutely never made yeah. it. And uh, that's it's how I feel. Uh, the people who are running or selecting or looking for these artists just automatically dismiss them because they're from here they do that's why i did everything myself which is so weird because you would expect them to promote our own right i think yeah. i think these st these stations should have at least once per hour you play a montreal band 
I agree with you. I agree with you because everyone else does that. Like New York promotes their own stuff. They're proud of themselves. Toronto does the same thing. It's just here that we're weird about that. We play more Toronto bands here than we do Montreal bands. Yeah, And it's It's not for a lack of good bands because we have good bands here. Yeah, Yeah. We have a lot of shit ones too. We have a lot of shit ones, of course. Every scene has a lot of shit ones. Every single scene has a lot of shit ones. You're going to find them everywhere you go. But we have a lot of talent here in Montreal. We do, we do. But that's why, you know me, that's why I started doing everything myself. I said, okay, if I'm right... It's sustainable. I'll continue. Even though it's super difficult. I, like the, the road I took, I can't see myself going back in time and redoing all this again, knowing how long it takes yeah. and all that. Whew, yeah, for sure. I can't it's, see. Uh, yeah, last time we were talking about that, uh, last time I was here, um, and I, th- I was thinking about like cost-wise and everything, but even just like getting in the getting in the door, like networking, it's at least it's, it's a little bit more difficult now than it was 10 years ago. Um, and even there's just less people paying attention. Right to uh, there's not a real the scene's kind of dying out in Montreal for for bands. Yeah, you told me that, yeah. and I didn't know. And that is that for both bands, English and French. Um, pretty much, it's more the the style. It, it has less to do with the francophone versus anglophone, and more to do with the style of music. And uh, I've I have a friend who who's a promoter, and he I've played shows with him for a very long time, for about basically my entire career. And I I, I we got together with friends, and I asked, I was saying, if there is a scene left, where is it? And why am I the youngest person in this in this crew? Um, and I speaking with him I was like, where is it? Where are the shows at now? And he was he was going through the motions. He's like, well, they still kind of put shows on, and they, they we do have a few other productions that do put on, uh, do have bands and shows. But it's, but it's yeah, it's mostly bands coming into the city, and then you will find an opener. But just of a local scene, there really isn't that much. And I I I straight up said, if where are the young kids? Where are they? It, yeah, don't say going? that in public. It sounds weird True, out of context. Yeah, <laughs> where, yeah. sir, Excuse I'm here me. for the children. Where are the young kids? Where, <laughs> where are, are they? The young kids yeah. Because <laughs> I think the this is, a, this is a Canadian tire, dude. Like, why would there be kids here? When uh, when I first met him, he was like 17. a young kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a young kid, and uh, and you were already playing by yourself. Uh, no, I was yeah, he was jacking band. it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were with another band, so but like young band. kids. Yeah, young kids. Yeah, you know, I was in a band once. wanted. I was in a band once. Oh yeah, right. yeah. What's it called? Uh, really? What did you play? I was in a, the drums. Nice. Yeah, we did like one or two uh, band meetings trials, and then they realized I can't play the drums, <laughs> and I was uh, I was promptly fired. You do look like the drummer. From I was the with one of your boys who was. I think then you were. Then you guys started the first band that I knew you in. What was the first one? Snakeskin whiskey. Was it Snakeskin that's Whiskey? Tommy. 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 Tommy, yeah. Tommy was a drummer, though. Yeah, I think that's what happened. I don't remember what the fuck, but I remember meeting him first. Was it him that we were telemarketing together? I was young. And then we went and... I won't speak ill of the man, but I don't so, think he had the capability to telemarket. Well, it was, I think it was him. Or, or his buddy that was with us was a telemarketer, but I, that's, I think, where oh, I met him. Was, yeah. That's where I met him. And I was obviously trash. They said, you want to can you do anything? I go, I don't know, maybe I can play the drums. But I meant it like... Was eh, this whatever. with Caracan? No, no, he wasn't in it. It was uh, everybody that was in it were, were guys that I didn't grow up with. I think I had met them through like working, like 14, 15 years old, 15 years old, however old I was. And I remember going, I think we paid to rent like that drum studio in front of Park Metro. Yes, I've been there. And then they're like, yeah, I don't think you understand anything about drumming. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I've never, this is the first time I've Dude, done this in my life. <laughs> I still don't understand anything about singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, so then they're like, yeah, this isn't going to work. I go, well, I can't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but Tommy was he became like an awesome drummer him Tommy was a phenomenal drummer yeah. oh my god yeah he um I think it was him that was with us because that's where I think I met him or I met him through someone else but this guy became fucking very good at drumming yeah he, Tommy was a phenomenal drummer um 
just you know was a fry short of a happy meal i think what happened he changed because when i remember he was a calm nice kid uh well he's always a calm nice kid um but the the band band kicked me out right after that so he kind of took on the side of their side whether he knew it or not he might have had his issue with me because i was trying to promote the band and like hey guys let's you know get get a little bit of enthusiasm here like we need to do this and the tour was great that we were on. The and you guys had a good look and a good sound. Yeah, yeah. It was it was developed at that point. Um, but I, by the end of it, like, the, before we started the, uh, the tour that we were on, it was um, really good. Uh, we were banded together. We were like brothers at that point. But by the end of the tour, um, you know, five weeks of it, uh, it didn't go as w- what we thought, I guess. And I was hanging out more with Crash Diet and Crucify Barber than I was with them. Um, and they kind of had their own little trio, I guess, going. And it, it just, communications broke down. And he had his own reasons for it. I'm like, I'm not a guy who's just going to be a pushover and say yes to everything. I, I, I don't do that with him. And he doesn't do that with me. We discuss things and we make decisions together on what the best course of action is. But there is no one who puts the, really their foot down. If we don't agree on it, we're, we're not just gonna not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but in Snake's case, Poseidon, do you agree with that? It doesn't matter. <laughs> because he puts his foot down. <laughs> so uh, with that, um, it, it, like communications broke down, but he had his own reasons for, I guess, why he didn't like me as a band member, I guess. Um, and after that... Who are we talking about really now? Talk. Still Tommy? Tommy, yeah. Okay, okay, but okay. like after that, we didn't really speak, and I wasn't... He, I guess, didn't never saw me as a friend. He was a, a like guy, a band, that, like a coworker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we didn't really we, we hung out sometimes, but it's he, weird how that happens in bands, though. Yeah, a lot yeah. Of people you considered close friends once the band breaks up or whatever, never again. Oh, I straight up told them that on that tour. I was like, if if this band breaks up, you're never gonna call me again. And they're like, no, no, that'll never happen. <laughs> Literally, fucking four weeks later, it, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So, um, it I never I never. Stayed in touch. Oh, we never spoke after that. So I don't know what happened to him post that. I mean, I heard some stories, but I'm not going to repeat rumors because I can't. Like, remember. is he okay? I have no idea. I have no, oh, I, no idea. Uh, I like that guy. Dude, super nice guy and very he talented. Was. He was. A very, few times very I talented. Met him, it was a nice guy. Yeah. yeah, I, don't yeah. Know, I saw him in Park X once, uh, like after that, and I was like, uh, he, looked, he looked normal. He was, it, was, it was cool to see him. But I, I forgot to ask him about like the band. Like, what the fuck's he doing? Like, now I don't see him anywhere. Like, is he doing music or whatever? A f- fucking good. Very. Uh, the reason why I brought him up is because he was one of those people that I remember that was, it just came in my head, super fucking talented. Like, again, he's one of the guys, just like Orchid, that I think if it was in Montreal, if it was in Toronto, other people would have pushed him ahead. Yeah, no, he, he has, was one of those rare I talented. A, I have a couple of friends in Toronto who push me more over there than any of my friends here mm. in Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're very <laughs> weird here. Yeah. Absolutely. We're super, super weird. If you're yeah. like, oh, you're just a local band, like, motherfucker. I've been, but everyone's I've local been around, somewhere. man. Yeah. yeah, I've been, I'm not just a local act. I am known in other places too. <laughs> like, yeah. But you, they pulled a Dave Mustaine on you. They fired you they fired unceremoniously. Yeah, yeah, un- very unceremoniously. Actually, they didn't. Uh, I found out because the Facebook page, I couldn't log into it anymore. And I'm the one who, Opened it up. That's so oh, that's shitty. pretty wow. funny. That's modern day shit. Yeah, and then they you didn't... no longer have access to our Facebook page. Yeah. Rock on, bro. I thought that I would delete everything. I don't know why people think I'm at least revenge streak to like I'm going to make sure you're never known again. No, they do that everywhere. You. I think yeah. it's just everybody who thinks that. I remember a company you know. I quit once. Like I, I resigned. Assumed the worst. Yeah. And I went in the next day, like, oh, you got to sign these papers, and you know, you can't log in. You can't. I was like, well, Dude. I quit. Why would I be mad and destroy shit? Yeah. Yeah. I quit. 
You didn't fire me. You should be mad at me. I should. Why would I be mad at you? I quit. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. What are you talking yeah. about? Why would I try yeah, to hurt dude. you? But uh, like one bad, I got kicked out of the fucking guy brings his football player cousin to like just oh my make God. sure nothing goes down. What the hell? And, that's, and the worst part is that's how I knew I was getting kicked out. I walk in, I see him there. I'm like, why is he here? And then after that, it's like, uh, you're out, Julie. Okay. Yeah, we want to make sure you don't fuck with our shit. Uh, yeah. Motherfucker, man, I, I don't care that much to hurt you. Um, That's crazy. But to their credit, they didn't, um, while, it, while I will say it was more mostly a bitch move to do with that that way. For sure, yeah. They didn't, uh, they did respect uh, my contributions. So they didn't, uh, they recorded some of the, new, uh, the songs that we had done previously, but the ones that I didn't write, all of two. Um, and they didn't, anything that I had contributed on, they didn't, they, they didn't put out again. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the, some of the stuff that we wrote together, they did. And then they changed the parts that I had, had contributed for. Okay. So they were professional they about were, it. Yeah. And I they, like they never, never publicly shamed me or, yeah, or, or yeah, they yeah. just said like, it was no longer in the band. They, we went on our separate ways, but we, you know, we love, you know, good luck to him. He, he did a lot for the band in that time behind closed doors. Yeah. That was a lot of shit talk, but um, I knew that that was going to happen because it didn't, it was unceremonious. It wasn't a good mutual like ending. We just come off of a tour and we were basically, we all hated each other. Um, Do you think it's because you guys spent too much time together? I think it was a few things. You don't to yeah. run the reasons. Yeah, yeah, it was a few. Yeah, we, we spent too much time together on a bus that was very cramped. We spent a lot of fucking money um, and they didn't have the same type of vitriol for going out and hanging out with, with people. And I had already been on forums and I had been promoting the band through my, my, you know, my social media presence from before the tour. So nobody really knew who they were, but they did know me and they would come up to me. And then I was hanging out more and more with my heroes, you know, it yeah, crashed. Yeah. I are like, we're, 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 and still are people I looked up to as like as musicians. So I imagine being able to hang out with some of your heroes all the time and they confide in you stuff that like, I get to do it all the time. Once a week, at least. Oh, with yeah. Mike, right? Yeah. So like, imagine doing that every day and then you have a guitar player who you, or a singer, Simon Cruz, sitting across from you and he's just like, I don't get it, man. I, I, I don't understand why this new album um, is failing. I don't get it. The last one was everywhere. And I, I was like, as a fan, like, well, do you want to hear what I have to say? He's like, yes, yes. That's why I'm telling you. And I told him, I was like, I think the production, I, I, being able to have that conversation where I, I was being able to straight up say, like, I think the music's good. I just think the production shit. Did you mention lack of diversity? Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Only Swedish people in your band? Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I can see Poseidon's all covered, but I can see your tummy, and I saw you laughing. <laughs> ah. I love it. So having that was like, of course I'm going to gravitate towards that. Um, and they didn't really have the same type of relationship. It's like that with, scene in uh, Get Him to the Greek. Yeah, yeah like, like African Child. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good movie. That was love, do we love that movie? That's man. a great movie. So I gravitate, like, they wanted to include me. They would ask me if I wanted to go for breakfast, and I would always go. And they didn't really get that same type of feeling, which, you know, sowed some division. I also had, there was a relationship that I had with one of the girls in, uh, in Crucified Barbara. Well, we were kind of just, you know, sleeping with each other for a little while. Oh, that's while. a really, yeah. So they did, they, <laughs> we kind of had a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we kind of had a thing. And um, he, they, the rest, my band didn't like it. Everybody else thought they it was awesome. Her. They didn't hate her. They just thought I was shitting where I, where I ate. But they really, weren't wrong, though. They weren't wrong. Kind of, they but it wasn't, wrong. A big, it wasn't a big deal because we, the tour was going to end. And we were going to go our separate ways. I'm just saying, they're kind of yeah. right, though. Let's be... Let's call a horse oh, yeah, yeah. a cheval. That we were kind of. Uh, I kind mean, of like, if you would do it, I like. I wouldn't care. Yeah. No, you yeah. wouldn't give a shit. It's not that people would care. It's that you open the door to fuckery. Like you're working together, one, and now you're sleeping together. 
one wrong thing happens, she sees you talking to someone. Anything happens. Yeah, she gets yeah, it. yeah. Now the whole tour's fucked for everyone. Because because you're oh, bitching, man. she's it could I guess, context. Like, I wouldn't yeah. care if, if it was him. I don't think if it was gonna cause a problem, I'd still stand by him. But that tour was so fucked. Oh, from, from Jump Street, everything was just everything. Wrong. Dude, the the tour ended with their manager dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, there was nothing that By I. By the way, was you're still that. you're still wanted in Arizona for that homicide. Absolutely, especially specifically Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, that's funny. Yeah, not in a funny haha way, but a funny. Oh, look at that way. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. tour was fucked for to begin with. There was nothing that I was gonna personally. And what killed do. him? I forgot. He missed a step in London, hit his head. Even though the guy so was it's London like, that you that you wanted. Yeah. Oh no no no. St- was this London Phoenix. Ontario? Uh no no. Because it sounds like a London Ontario type of injury. <laughs> London, what happened? London, I missed England? my step have and died. Have you ever been to London, England? I have been London, England. Wait, there's other London, ways to England? die. Yeah, there were, went to was, England. He was I planning it was a, a tour North American for, tour. No, I didn't go to. I, we didn't play there. He was setting oh, up the next tour. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. okay that's okay. why it sounded like a London, Ontario type yeah. of injury. No, that would like, that would have been a really Ontario man way to die. falls down the stairs by himself. I'd be like, yeah, that's an Ontario man. He's a Swedish man, and if he died in London, Ontario by missing a step, that is the most depressing way to die. You're planning a tour, you die in London, Ontario, and you're Swedish. I mean, you're Swedish and you die in London, England, still kind of depressing. Well, I mean, it's still London, right? It's got some prestige. It doesn't matter where you die, it's depressing. If a bunch of hooligans beat the shit out of him to death, maybe that's more of an acceptable death. I think. But missing a step and what, he fell upwards? I have no idea. We he, one the last day of the tour, we the band it was feels like a murder that they're hiding. You see, that's what we thought because the last day we we're all ready. We get up, all right, guys. The last day of the tour, we're gonna have a big barbecue tonight. Let's have fun. Did he owe people money? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, oh my it feels God. a little uh, like I missed a step and died. That's like the 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 women that yeah, go like to you work have to hit your head on something. Yeah, they, they have bruises in their eye. Like, what happened? Does your husband beat you? No, I fell down the stairs, and I kept just hitting fists. <laughs> Fist-sized, uh, you know, steps. Every I, time I went down. Listen, it was sketchy as hell because they they were trying to get in contact with him all day, and I saw the anger. He's like, he's not answering. He's not answering. And I'm not going to get into specifics of why they would be upset about that. But what ha- was it like? A phone call? The guy's like, yes, sorry, I have died. <laughs> no, step. dude, I have no. I remember where because this guy might have faked his own death. That's what we were thinking for a while. We were like, he's not answering. We think he's skipping out, you know, and because he, he, they were like, where is he? Where is he? We need we need him to pay for the rest of the stuff and whatever. Yeah. And all day they were trying to get a hold I of him. They even had to pay for stuff. Oh, yeah. The bus was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. I know. Dude, we Sounds were like suspicious. this. this What's his name? It's like Facebook. I won't, right I won't say his name. I won't say his name, but I will say he that. He does like, not want to speak ill of the dead, <laughs> even if they're not really dead. Uh, oh, you never know, man. You never know with these sweets. I think okay, it's still suspicious as hell. Him. I'll still, I think he's still suspicious as hell, but for respect for his family really and his friends, I won't uh, talk shit. Have you ever tried to Google him now? Maybe he's come up. Like Honestly, like after I really thought to look for him. We could check it out after. But like, imagine he's like I don't know uh, his name is Latan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> <laughs> out of respect for him, he's I like, won't I, speak I, ill. The son of a bitch, he's <laughs> still around. I see him. Out of respect for his family and friends, I won't speak ill. But uh, what I will say is, he owed he, <clears throat> under the band's name, he owed a lot of money. Uh, that day, I remember I was on the bus and they're like freaking out. They're trying to call him, like, where the fuck is he? Where the fuck is he? I get off the bus, hanging out with the band, we're, we're setting up and whatever. We come back and they're like, we think he died. And we think he died. That's yeah, and Suspicious. someone because they they weren't speaking any to, to any of us. But one of the, the the merch girl on the tour with us, she said like, yeah, we think he's dead. And I'm like, what? That Wait, why weren't they sense. speaking with you? 
because they were trying to figure not that they were like we don't want to talk to you guys okay. but they were discussing what was going on in swedish and we didn't we weren't going to interject you don't like, speak barbarian yeah like, i picked up a little bit no i don't speak barbarian yeah. I, you know, so <laughs> look at this guy <laughs> I, I, all these lines i throw out is just so in the side of i could see from the side him giggling that's the only reason i do it Must i love be, it like, like, ha, ha, ha. So like a little bobbing yeah. head like he's in a yeah. car yeah, <laughs> he's like my illegitimate son. He I was is. Like, you stay in the corner, I will make you happy. He's like, okay, dad. You have a car seat for him. You strap <laughs> him in. I, I don't know why. When he laughs, it makes me laugh. It's just a helmet on. Because when he goes on car, <laughs> when he laughs, you can see such joy in his face. It's true. It it's brings true, true happiness to the room. Yeah, like, he lights up. His like, laugh ah! is so contagious. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, exactly. Man, it's crazy. So I love that. That's why I do it, and then it helps. So I'll throw in. So he needs to be paying attention. Sometimes it doesn't like I. There's a podcast that we can never. The guy that we did it with doesn't want me to release it because he said too many controversial things. So I said it's fine. It's a French one. But I dropped some fucking hammers, bro. Hammers that people are never going to get to see. And they were good. Damn. Well, Poseidon was dying back there. Can, yeah, we, can we see it without it being released? Maybe. No. My Maybe favorite, right after. We still have it here. My favorite hammer was that. You know which one I'm talking MC about. The Algerian hammer. one? Yeah, yeah. That but, was good, but bro, the Pulp one was the best. I, I, I missed that one, I think. Mm. But yeah, the, the the Pope one is the one that you missed. That he it took him a few seconds. He's like, wait, what did you just say? He's like, <laughs> fuck, that's lethal. That yeah. means he's just getting better and better at. On in the, French, on the, yeah. yeah. This was in French. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, that's even oh, more yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, we saw you. We saw you at your. Oh French yeah, you guys came to a <laughs> fucking. That was, dude, I I swear to God, your joke was killer, man. Which <laughs> the, the the one about your dog? Oh wait, sounds like because I gotta work on that. I'm gonna talk to you about something was, later. Yeah, I was gonna ask because I remember a killer one. Oh, that was good. I remember you were talking about a joke you were working on, and like uh, it's about a dog, and I you keep throwing it to Poseidon to see how it works, and you know it could work, it just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, that was the joke. That was the joke. Yeah, nice. But it took forever because when I was first doing it, like right before the pandemic months before the pandemic i was trying to maybe almost a year i was trying to make it work and it just wouldn't work and i was like fuck what's happening with this fucking joke that's the crazy thing about jokes but it was one normally you leave them if they don't work mm. but i knew i'm like no this is a funny story there has to be something more to it maybe i'm not giving enough of myself maybe i'm not giving enough information maybe you know it takes more maybe a build up i don't know what the fuck it is and then one day it just clicked and it was about october 2020 i think it started to work in English and in French. And I was like, oh shit, I think I found the key. And then work on it more and more, more then they shut everything down. Mm. So now coming back, I think that was the first time where I reset it again. Mm. And I was like, fuck, I hope I can make it work again. And it already started working. It already started working. So now I got to make a couple of tweaks. I'm going to do it tonight in English. And then, uh, but the big thing is in French because I have to do well in French uh, for a reason that I can't discuss. I'll tell you after the cameras are off. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm working on that. But I, dude, it's such a good fucking joke. So what's going on with shows and everything comedy right now? Well, look, we're supposed to be uh, a green zone as of next Monday, mm -hmm. yeah. if I understand correctly. I don't know what that means, though. These zones are all misleading. Um, Just for Laughs is still going to go. It's still going to happen, but very different. I think Just for Laughs might not even do any real big shows. They're all going to be virtual. They're going to do virtual from here, LA, whatever, which kind of defeats the purpose of so a Montreal. A green zone, why can't we be playing shows then? This is what I... So the thing is, these are big corporations. Mm -hmm. They can't pivot easily. Yeah. You get yeah, it? Yeah. Like right now, if tomorrow you tell me, Barack Obama wants me to interview him for the podcast, but he can't come here, I have to go to his hotel room. It's not going to take me long to disassemble everything and get a mobile studio to him, right? Mm -hmm. A corporation like Just for Laughs, you can't every day change the rules on them. Be like, you have these venues and you're allowed to have 250 people. And like, all right, fine. 
next week ah, it might only be 150 oh actually it might be 500 yeah. they can't pivot like yo guys you understand there's sponsorships there's rental fees there's uh ticket sales there's all kinds you know people like aware like we're sending out bulletins i can't tell someone buy a ticket then he buys a ticket but it's up to the government they might slash it in half then who gets kicked out of the venue who doesn't can't turn like, you can't turn the, the ship around you can't like turn that. the ship around like that so i get them i get them because okay. uh i spoke to them uh, for something that i want to do this summer and even they were i go why aren't you guys doing more shows and they go well they just told us two weeks ago that we can have an outdoor small thing like how fast do you think we could pivot yeah and i understood them 100 percent. i go i get that I, I fucking it makes sense absolutely i i definitely understand that and the thing with the green zone is it it's not completely open it's just one level above zero yeah so it, it, it it's weird and so i where are, so where are we in the green zone uh, oh, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. What, uh, what's open? Like everything's everything, kind of open. Like, till two a.m. I think bars are open till oh, two. Yeah, yeah. Capacity okay. is still restricted. Uh, by the way, I've noticed. So, I put like people stop wearing. I'm, like in my building, I'm very weirded out now because people used to always bitch if you're not wearing the mask, or whatever. So I wear the mask. I want to make them feel safe. And then now I'm always the asshole. Like I'm, I'm in the elevator. It stops someone. Oh shit! Someone's gonna get on. So I, right away I put on the mask. They always come in. It's normally women, and they're not wearing the mask and they're staring at me. And then I'm wearing the mask and I look like, I'm like, well, no, I don't want to wear this fucking thing either. I put it on because I thought you'd get yeah, pissed, you yeah. know? Like, so then I, it, it, that literally happened to me on the way here. I had to gas up and I, for, and I always forget my mask. So I'm like walking. I was like, shit, I don't have a mask. I grabbed like a shirt in my car, just wrapped it around my face. <laughs> this guy's just staring at me in line. You're going to rob me? You're going to rob me? <laughs> yeah, the best is, so now I started, if I see them not wearing a mask and I take it off too. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, we, we, were, we walked in the building and we saw people walking around. I was like, I'm taking this off. Yeah, yeah. Say, like here too, I, like, I got to wear the mask around because they get mad. Taking and the then, shirt off. They get mad at us <laughs> if we don't wear it and they're never wearing it. Yeah. It's only when they remember, like once a week they remember, they put on, they're like, hey, put your mask on. It's like, you were literally not wearing it for a month and you and I can't put like, what's the rules here? It's, but it's all dumb anyway. I agree. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. agree. At this point, it's, uh, it's it seems to be theater. But uh, It is. It's security I, I don't, theater. I don't mind because... It gives me the opportunity to be more incognito in these streets. You feel me, dogs? Mm, who are you trying to scope out, man? No, I'm yeah, just saying. Like, that does not sound good. Dude. <laughs> I'll tell you. It's good because then nobody knows it's you. Or at least they can't prove it's you. Yeah, yeah. Why do, why do you want to be hidden like that, man? Uh, but you got to be hidden. Bro. Are you, you that famous? No, it's not for fame purposes. It's more like you don't want anybody to recognize you. You don't want to start conversations with strangers or people that you know a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um Fuck, I put my mask uh, on. That has been glorious. Yeah, like, bro. I put my mask not, on, put my sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. You, you, if you don't know me well, maybe we knew each other in high school. You're not confident enough to talk to me because you're not sure if it's me for real. You, you have get a stance, it? man. You walk with a stance. I would know. Be, I'd be able yeah, to tell you it's could, you from a while. Yeah, a while some people away. know. <laughs> 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 know from a distance. But in general, uh, it's uh, I have gotten out of conversations I don't want to have. Oh, and I've seen the look of small talk. So yeah, is that him? Me out of so much small talk. It's that that. And that moment of confusion, you. you already lost me. By the time I see from the corner of my eye that you're confused, if it's me or not, me, I'm already yeah. out. Yeah, like you were saying about that once when you're in the lineup for Tim Hortons or whatever. Yeah, oh, dude. There's a joke about that too. That I go, oh, I mentioned, I spoke about it in French. Mm -hmm. I said it in French for the first time that oh, I forgot about that. that dude, the the random shooting. Oh, I'm gonna use that tomorrow. I'm gonna use that tomorrow. Yeah, that's a good one. I Be was missing prepared. that. Love it. So, hey, what's uh, going on tomorrow? Uh, I'll tell you after. Tell okay. You after the show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We gotta remember that one. Yeah. I'll tell you after the show. But it's exciting news. But I'll tell you after the show. Look at these guys. 
What's going on here, it's guys? It's like him and at Tim Hortons. Everyone has a fucking emergency. <laughs> is it an emergency? No. Yeah, you. <laughs> the Tim Hortons story. Which all oh, the <laughs> got the point. Yeah, that became that became a slogan. People still write in the chat. They're like, got the point. <laughs> People were sending us videos on Instagram. They were going to the drive-through, and then they kept yelling, got the point in the machines and stuff. It's pretty I funny. love that. Look at you become so you're memeable. Bad. That's what you are, Poseidon. You are very memeable. He's very memeable. Oh yeah. Yeah, go on. I have no issue with this. He wants to be memeable. That, no, that's uh, that. You'll be famous. You'll be stupid famous. Yeah. No, we're we're get, we're we're making strides. We're working hard. I mean, we're producing a lot of fucking podcasts. Like we're trying our best to get content, keep going and going. Do you have new ones coming up? Because I watch the morning show maybe three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> so the morning show is good. I wanna. There's a, a lot of stuff I wanna do. Like I I'd, I have an idea where I'd like to bring the old crew from the Four H podcast and start a new thing. Oh, yeah, just shit. with us. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Um, the first podcast I was ever on was the 4-H. Yeah. That was one of the first podcasts in Montreal. Was it? Yeah. That was the one where you met Steven, no? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. That's because, like, he knows Steven. Uh, Red. No, uh, Pulley, 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 I can't pronounce yeah, his Red. name. Yeah, oh, Steven Red. Right, Steven yeah, Red. Yeah, the, the fighter. Yeah. 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 I met him through the podcast, and he, I called him once while he was working, and he saw my name on the phone, and he's like, you know that guy? And he's like, yeah. He's like, isn't he famous? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he tells me the story. I'm like, I'm not famous. Yeah, that's <laughs> like hilarious. Yes, yeah, what's you've been hanging out with him? What's he up to? He hangs he's, out. Uh, with he's him. in the military now. Oh fuck! Yeah, it sounds like uh, the course that he would take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is he doing? Is he infantry? Infantry. Fuck. He's uh, coming back. I don't know when. <laughs> Where is he? He's right now. He's in New Brunswick. Okay, it's not Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah no, no. Got him into BJJ. Yeah, he's on the he's on the got me into martial he's arts. He's a good fighter. The great fighter. Yeah, it's tough. Oh man, every time I need a question answered, I just call him. Literally, if he answers, God forbid, he's not in the field or something. He has or, the answer for me right away. Yeah, he's it's very good. At that, he's yeah. picking up while he's in the field just to answer your BJJ questions. <laughs> <laughs> There's explosions going on around him, and then yeah. he's like, "But you're in New Brunswick." <laughs> Like, you don't know these fucking New Brunswickians, bro. They're very angry. They don't want us here. Oh, son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah, so uh, Steven was on uh, the 4-H podcast. That's where I met him. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, that was the first podcast I ever on. I got a little taste of it, and I love doing it. I love talking shit. Yeah, just talking. That's the, the beauty of this fucking art form. It is an art it form, is. by the yeah, way. Absolutely. Yeah. I, don't, I'm not I think anything you create out of your ass that means something to somebody is art. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I, have you ever been to a museum? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, some it's stuff. true. Here's a yeah, leaf. some stuff pisses me off the museum. Oh, I'm like, man. come on, guys. Really? Absolutely. But like leaf on a toast. I'm like, who who takes away anything from that? Canadian bread. Oh, motherfucker. You just <laughs> no, gave it a meaning now. That, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just weird shit like that. Like you said, the shoe. Like you'll see like, this shoe mm. was made in order Dude, I to show that. people the emotions that go into walking too far for you. Like, this I fist that, yo, I is going to go in, with your fist. college, man. You created a shoe. No, I didn't create a shoe. But, like, we had to take a random picture and then, like, give it meaning and whatever. I took a picture of a headphones on top of a shoe. Good. And then I was just like, when I had to explain it to it, I just, I just shot from the hip. I was just like, yeah, so, like, it's uh, basically, like, music's my comfort zone and shoes are comfortable and whatever. And everybody's like... Oh, like, that's yeah, so like, oh, wow. stupid. Like, you you should have been like, look, uh, I like to walk and think and listen to music. Yeah. So this is like just walking and listening to music. Perhaps in the future we'll have wireless headphones. Who knows? Who knows? Like oh. it should have been something like that. A slow walk to death listening to music. Is you what could I say anything. You could just anything, say anything yeah. and they'll be like, oh. 
But that's I why I say, if anyone me. takes away from it, even without knowing the meaning of it, something, I think it's yes, good. It's good. I, someone told me that, and I agree with them because I feel the same way about comedy. If there's comedy, I don't like. Like, it's not for me, it doesn't make me laugh, but it makes people laugh and it makes them happy and it's not stolen. Mm. I have no problem with it. Yeah. I'm like, that's great because you're doing your job as a comedian. Absolutely. You, you know what I mean? You're getting someone to a, a piece of joy, even for a yeah, moment. Yeah, you're making someone happy. So what if it's not for me? I, does, not everything has to be fucking me. That's stupid. So I'm, I'm all for that. I agree with you. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm all for it. Create whatever you want, but don't just assign meaning to it. And if people don't understand it. Then you get mad. Yeah, don't fucking get mad. Like, that's, you just don't get it, I, man. I misunderstood. Oh, hey, my like, art. Misunderstood. I need time to create my art. I'm like, fuck, fuck you guys. You want to you create your art? Give it's yourself be, an hour and make beyond, something. It's beyond your, your comprehension. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Oh, I have I have friends, bullshit. comedian friends that piss me off about podcasting. I'm like, you're gonna start, and they ask all these questions. I try to get them set up, and like, no. When I start my podcast, I want it to be, and they're oh, and I go, fuck, man, you're over analyzing, yeah. you're overthinking, because what if the theme is that it's me, but it's not really me, and they're like, what are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? These are crazy things. This is a crazy person conversation. <laughs> they're trying to create a persona on the spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's me, but it's, it's not all, really me. A podcast, I'll give you uh, guys a lesson. If it's inauthentic, it's never going to work. Mm. Unless it's a show, like a radio play on purpose. But if you're trying to trick people into believing you're something you're not, and it's not a parody, I'm you know what I mean? my whole life. It's not authentic, people won't. No, if yeah, it's not authentic, no, people don't. You know how it is. I know. With yeah. podcasts, no one's going to listen. That's no, no, of course not. Music. That's why nobody likes the fucking terrestrial radio or the news. They don't like the fake persona. Yeah. And all that shit. They don't like that stuff. People are, are, are tired of it. Absolutely. No, Dude, we think, don't get me wrong, people are stupid. But they're not <laughs> as stupid as we think they are. Yeah. Like, they, they'll see right through that. They see right they'll through that shit. They don't right like it. it. Oh, no, I know absolutely. because I don't like it. I know because yeah. I'll, I'll get fooled to listen to something. I'm like, this is fucking phony shit. I think there are some things that we do like that are very, very curated, and we're just they're just really good at curating it. Yeah. Um, you watch MMA? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know um, Colby Covington? Yeah. That's very curated, and a lot of people yeah. love gravitate towards that. But you can kind of see moments where, where, it's he, where it breaks. Yeah. Where yeah. he's like, you're yeah, trying Kanye's way a super too hard. Nice guy. But, yeah. But isn't that what Rogan said? And Chael Sonnen got mad at him once. Yeah. 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 Because he said it was an act. And said, no, that's not real. It's an act. And then Chael Sonnen got really pissed. But he's, he's come out to say that he had to do that because he was getting cut when he was winning. Yeah. So I think for certain people that they're looking for uh, that attitude. That edge. Yeah. And some, it may not, it's not something he had because they were going to cut him for not having that attitude. Um, and then he curated it. But you could see him break when, he's, when he misses his words. You know, when he's trying to say something to be outlandish or on the, or edgy and he can't figure it out on the spot. It's not him. It's not him. But it, it has definitely given him um, what he need, what he what he wanted, which is like notoriety and fame. And people hate him, but they still pay to watch the, the damn fights and he's still the number one contender. Um, so while yeah. I agree, I want authentic. <laughs> yeah. I I know that for a lot of people, they can't even smell it. <laughs> So, but even even McGregor, some of it is is just play. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. They have yeah, to sell dude, the like, fights. Yeah, even that's that, that's what happened with the whole Habib fight. But nah, uh, that, that 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 went down. That downrailed so fast. He's trying to hype up the fight and everything, but he took it personally. You don't you don't fuck with people yeah. from that side of the world. Yeah. But I will say McGregor's 
while he is playing it up, it is still who he is. He's just amplifying. Yeah, yeah which is what you have to do. That's yeah. a weed. Like that's me stand up. Yeah, it's me with the volume turned up to eleven. It's what uh, any any good persona is. Uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah no, I t he doesn't know it. I told him it is the greatest. He hasn't seen oh, it yet. It's, great. it's the greatest documentary about yeah. heavy metal. He's gonna learn so much about heavy metal and the behind Sweet. the scenes yeah. of that great band, Spinal Tap. He hasn't heard uh, "Lick My Love" the, pump. Then. No, he's but never heard anything. <laughs> yeah, these ones got to 11. I hate that joke. You want to know why? Because I have an amp that I, I can't even get to five. It's so loud. <laughs> it's like, does it go to 11? No, it doesn't go to five. Because yeah. <laughs> the you sons of bitches. Yeah, so I think any good persona is. Um, the Stonehenge thing. You. Do you remember yeah. the Stonehenge yeah. thing? Oh my God, yeah. My what was it? Miniature? Yeah, yeah because they broke small. Uh, inches instead of feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Poseidon. Basically, in Spinal Tap, there's a moment where, you know, the bands, they have these huge elaborate uh, stage shows. And, like Alice Cooper Productions. And Alice Cooper has all these big... So they wanted to have, like, a Stonehenge, um, I guess, like, replicas. But when they wrote them and they sent them in, and these have to be done pretty quickly, instead of putting feet, they put inches. Oh, no. So they got them back and like, what? Well, is this like a like a demo you're showing? He's like, no, that's what you ordered. He's like, well, how the f we can put these on stage? And I think they had them on stage. They had them on stage <laughs> with little little uh, midges dancing around. It. Yeah. yeah, 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 to make it seem bigger. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I like shows like that though, with with all the props and everything. I like big shows, dude. Well, I think yeah. uh, ACDC wouldn't do the uh, Alice Zombie. Cooper, Rob Zombie, and Iron Maiden does big shows too. Yeah. ACDC has some of those things too. The yeah. uh, whole lot of Rosie, the where they have the big yeah, the balloon fat chick on, yeah. the, on top of the. And they have the train that moves. The train, in for, yeah. I like really that. I think good. Cooper. Alice Cooper was one of the oh yeah one of the first to, yeah that he would really go crazy the theatrics in cutting yeah. his head off on yeah. the stage and people thought it was real the billion dollar baby like dead babies on stage so and everything. good dollar baby oh yeah, yeah great song oh, it's such a great song are you gonna get caught flagged for YouTube on this I'm allowed Fuck to sing YouTube. it it's my rendition oh I guess that's true we yeah. get flagged for stupid shit man. no if I would get flagged I would be honored no you get flagged that when you ever want to use our songs yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that oh so another thing with you guys like people so I've been offered so much uh, songs from different places to put as intro and outro this and that and I was like, no, like I, I know who I want. Like I want it to be local. And the fact that it's friends of mine and I like the song, this is 100% this one I'm keeping. But it's funny because even you guys, I had your song and then I had to stop because every video would get flagged. Yeah. Even though I had permission from you guys, you guys even mm -hmm. gave permission. And then now it's all been rectified. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Took, it was yeah, a pain in the fucking We house. had to take it off of Spotify and uh, and all the platforms. And then and put it back on. put it back on because we we had signed, we had basically agreed to this terms thing where... Uh, if they find it anywhere else. If they else? find it anywhere on YouTube, th that person will get flagged. But you know what's but crazy? It's annoying because it's like we gave you, we gave you yeah, the like right to right use now it. Somebody That's would our come. song. It's not your song. Let's you know? say somebody with money, like a YouTube, like a big thing would be like look we have a new show you know it's like millions of viewers we want it to be the intro so it's like saying okay we agree we're gonna make money they're gonna pay you a couple thousand dollars to get the rights of song to play it so then you'd get you'd flag them you'd get them and like it's crazy it yes. fucks up your whole business the issue with that i have with it is uh, we signed up for it because it's like oh yeah if someone's gonna use the song in a video we don't want them just make yeah we want to know yeah. yeah we want to know about it um but the problem that i have with it is the lack of control and YouTube only gives that control to people for like to give it to uh, use of channels because it's per video that we have control on. And that's it's a fucking nightmare. Every time you want to load it up, you have to give me the goddamn URL and yeah. it takes time to, to, to update. So it was a lack of control. And you have to be a really big account on YouTube, which doesn't really work well for bands who are starting out because they how do you how do you get subscribers on YouTube? You got to be posting a lot. Yeah. And we're, we're musicians. We're not going to write a song every day. Yeah. yeah. So or are we? 
we could, but there will be, I don't know if, the, look how long it took to get Paradise out. Yeah, would it be good? <laughs> so, um, it doesn't, you have to get like a big account to be able to have that control over everything that you're doing, uh, which we obviously don't have. So we go through a distributor and I complained about it. I'm like, why the fuck, why can't I do this? Why can't I give permission to a channel to use my music? It's my fucking music. Like, well, it's not us. It's YouTube who doesn't allow that. So how's YouTube making that decision for me? Yeah, That's, yeah exactly. Just, like, why, why I'm an artist. We're going to. I don't even think it's YouTube. It's literally the, um, the distributor. No, no, it's not. The distributor has a deal with YouTube. Okay. And YouTube. So it is YouTube. Yeah, it is. YouTube. YouTube's the problem a lot. Like they, yeah. uh, like we had a strike against us that they pulled back at one point. We weren't allowed to live stream and they took it back. They just crazy shit. Why? Yeah, they said that uh, we promoted uh, that we were saying hate speech. I like saw the, that, yeah. So yeah, so then I just dude, and they go, you have to be careful in your response. If you say something that's wrong or whatever, we could lead to the removal of your channel. And all I said was uh, in the video, I go, okay, just show me where the hate speech is. Show me where I call for violence. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that's that's. And then it wild. took like two three days. They got back like we're sorry, it was a mistake. And then I go, fuck you, fuck good. you. <laughs> no good. Yeah. But, I mean in their face. For the intellectuals, that's why we didn't have we didn't put it out there. It's only uh, only that is it, that's where you're gonna listen to it. Yeah, but it but same thing. The intellectuals, for example, yeah. that fuck the intellectuals uh, track is the the new underscore lobby theme, which you guys made. Yeah, mm -hmm. you guys made that theme. But even that, you guys never put you could put out wherever you want. It would be fucking fun. But even that, I was nervous in the beginning because I go, I want this to be officially. I don't want to use it once, especially because you guys took the time to make a song. So I go, this has to be the theme. You know, that was fun, man. You told us, hey, can you write one? Oh, yeah. dude, honestly, all the support you throw, uh, you're showing us is amazing. Seriously. Well, I love like, it, dude. I, awesome. Like, even Thank I'm happy so much. when I hear the intro to the pod, the French guest in the podcast, yeah. knowing, like, you know, I hear your voices and then you're like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. like it's, it's it, awesome. When they go in, like, the critically ashamed uh, comment section, it's like, Pantel's theme song. Fire, 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 fire. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I love it. I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. I love it, dude. And, and, like, it makes me, It's it feels so much better than having a, like a generic Stop. or a st or even uh, something that everyone's heard before. Like, I know that if they're going to go to the podcast, they're going to be like, what the fuck? What song is this? I never heard this before. And then they go in the description like, Orchid, what the, like, what's going on here? This, How come yeah. we haven't heard this? I love that. Yeah. And right. I think it fits well for the podcast. So I put on both English and French. I think, I so think too, it fits I perfect. Mean, you know, no, no, I'm but biased. I think it fits well. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. No. Yeah, the way, the way he did it. The way, the yeah. Way like, and then like, the show starts. Yeah, 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 I love the way that's done. Beautiful, beautiful what we did with that. And we I definitely thank you, man. We thank you. Even yeah. for like the intellectuals. I remember when you were asking us to do that, we was we were already working on recording. So we're like, let's let's write something. And we did it. All, we did it on the spot, and we kept going back and forth. But it was really fun to do, and couldn't wait to send, to send it to you. Yeah, and I remember the because we had another one. I had one that I had bought from, uh, and I didn't use it from uh, like Envato Elements because you get all this stuff online. You get people to make songs for you and shit. And I was like, Nah, I have all our stuff has to start being like our stuff because I keep saying to people, Oh, you know, promote Montreal, promote comedians, promote this and that. Like we have to help. And I go. Now I'm paying like a foreigner. Like it doesn't make sense. Like I'm saying one thing and I'm doing the other thing. Yeah. And then and then I was listening to all the tracks. I go, can I? Is there one right now that Orchid has that fits into this? And then I'm like, the lyrics are what's gonna fuck it up. It does. It shouldn't have lyrics. Yeah. So then I just asked. I go, is it possible? Can we have one like this? And you guys right away, you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love yeah. doing that, man. It was uh, it was super fun. And I we also, you're probably like one of the only people who will try to promote locally as a creator. Like, cause uh, well, cause I, I wish people had done that to me. Cause we tried, yeah. we tried getting local act, like to to come on the songs or do features and whatever. But they they either just flake out or they don't have time or they want money. And it's like, guys, we're trying to work together here. We need to build. Yeah, the let's scene. make something. Yeah, 
Um, like if you want me on a track, just fucking ask. I'll I'll be there. We're, we need to build a scene or at least build a rapport with people, or else we're always just little puddles in the water instead of creating a lot of big ones. Yeah, but people you know? are so far up their own asses. Yeah, a lot of people would rather take five bucks today than a hundred bucks tomorrow. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, actually, that's a very good analogy. That is, I yeah. see it. I see it all the time. It, and it was something that I had to teach him too. And now he sees it everywhere. He realized like, this is what you meant. Because him too, in the beginning, he was he just didn't grasp a lot of like the problems in the scene because he wasn't in it. He was seeing me. Yeah. And then he would notice stuff. He's like, yeah, what the fuck? This doesn't make sense. He's like, why this? Why? And then he started asking questions. And a guy who wasn't in, now he's in the arts. Mm-hmm. But before he wasn't, and he started noticing. He's like, what a weird, and went to New York, and then he sees there how they are with New Yorkers, and, and he's like, what the fuck, how come we don't do that in Montreal? And he started, you know, putting two yeah. and two together, and be like, yeah, that's fucked up. That's one thing I noticed, like, Dude, being- what, in Just from when we went to LA, we're, we're there for like a weekend, a few days, uh, and we got so many people to just like get into our band in uh, it, more than we, we would get in a year in Montreal. Yeah, yeah I'm telling because you. Because people actually want to support there. Yeah. Also, people, everybody there thinks somebody's famous, right? So yeah, they, yeah. They all assumed we were famous, which was kind of fun for like the, the night. <laughs> yeah, the, the best thing about that is, uh, and I saw it in a movie recently too, but it's 100% like that. I did it when we went. Did I do it to you when we were, Poseidon, when we were in LA? At the diner, uh, when I asked, I go, you know, everybody here has another job and they're all trying to be famous. They're all actors. And I go, I'll prove it to you. And I had asked the waitress, uh, what do you do? Or the waiter, what do you do? You remember this? I think so. What do you really do, I asked. I did that years ago. My buddy Willie, we were there. I told him the same thing. And I asked the waitress, what do you do? She's like, I'm an actress. No, no, no. And I'm like, okay, thank you. She walked away. And then when I was with him and Mike, when we were going to the Rogan, when we had landed with some vegan place, and I did the same to him. I go, you want to What's it called? What's it called? Um, crossroads, <laughs> crossroads. Yes, that's crossroads. Uh, what's his face? Uh, it's a Travis musician, ba- Travis Barker's. Tra- oh, it's place. Travis Barker's. Yeah. Place. So that's where, because Mike, because Mike knew he's like, let's go there. So and I remember I saying the go same there thing. So bad. And the so guy good. said something. I'm a writer. I'm a this. I'm a that. And I told him, you see how it is here. Go. This is a different world. Yeah. Everybody you meet is not happy with with where they are. They're happy with our location, but they're doing something like. In the arts, like they're here for a reason. Side they all hustles. come here yeah. to a- L.A. So what's weird is you see some sadness. You see a lot of sadness, yeah. but you also see a lot of um, this hunger that I think, even though it's fucked up, when you see it, it's like, fuck, this must get draining. I think it motivates everyone else who's doing the same thing because they're like, well, I can't stop. This fucking waiter is working 50 hours a week waiting to, and still pursuing his dreams. I better hustle or else I'm not going to get Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. It's definitely all around, all around that. And I know people who do hustle for sure around here. But it's... It's not the same. It's not... Uh, well, even if they have the same type of level of hustle, it's harder to do here. Because you don't have yeah. the same amount yeah. of opportunities. Yes. Here. LA, it could be anything. Modeling stuff for a calendar. For the difference between here and LA is over here, the people you're trying to email and get their attention, you're having a beer with in LA. Yes, yes, yes. I see what you're Great saying. Way yeah. to like, say that. Y- y- you'll run into them in a bar or something. You'll, you'll. Every second person you meet is in the industry doing Cause, something. Because that's in the, the industry. industry there. Exactly. Yeah, and for if you're doing it from here, you're doing those emails, but you can't. You know that you can't just do it here. So you're doing it two places simultaneously, and it's very difficult uh, because you have to split your time. Or as someone who's in LA or New York, one of those hubs. They can just focus on that one area and then that'll spread out naturally. Toronto is another one. You know, there's so yeah. many. Yeah. So at, least many in Toronto, yeah, yeah. at least in Toronto, they have opportunities. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that are in Toronto, uh, some acting, some doing comedy. There's more there because there's shows being filmed there. Uh, there's shows being written there. You get mm-hmm. right. There's so many more gigs there. 
I know that. I know opportunity-wise, they're having way more fun over there. And uh, I, I don't want to come off as someone who's like who feels like I should get a break or something. Uh, we have hustled a lot. I put on a lot of effort. I wasn't. I, I paid some. I paid some due so far, but yeah, the world owes me nothing for sure. No, the world owes you dick. Absolutely yeah. nothing. But I'm not trying to say that it does. Most, but more so than like people in Toronto want to at least help some of their artists. There are people that yeah. come out of Toronto in the la- in the like la- even the last two years. People who come out of Toronto. Who's the last person to come out of Montreal? Anglophone in the last twenty music, years. anything, George, anything. George Saint Pierre. Oh, good one. You're right. Okay. You're right. You know who's now who I like from Montreal, a sing, uh, singing wise, and she's getting big, Charlotte uh, Cardin. Haven't heard of it. You haven't heard of her. I haven't heard of her either, bro. I think you haven't. You just don't know it was her her tunes. She's check good. her out after. Okay, I'm gonna check oh, it out. Oh, she's I'm super good. curious now. Oh, fuck. is she big in Canada? Big in U.S.? I I don't know. I think I think she's exploding. Uh, but uh, she might be big in the U.S. now too because mm. I hear her songs. Nice. But good yeah, I got it, dude. Very very good. Like, I, I reached awesome. out to get her on either of the podcasts. I reached oh, out nice. to her uh, publicist, I think. I haven't gotten a reply yet. So, like, I th- to answer my own question about the music, it would probably be Simple Plan is the last Montreal band to, Oh, like, don't say that's embarrassing. Up. But don't it's say. true. Who? I don't like hearing 40-year-olds be like, I got detention. You're 40. <laughs> you're 40. What do you mean your parents I'm, uh, grounded you? I'm you, just a kid. Yeah, I'm just a kid <laughs> I when I saw who's 37. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I saw Good Charlotte live. That's exactly how they were acting. They were trying to be all rebellious and everything. I'm just looking I'm like, I can't take you guys seriously. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is Don't weird. you have a mortgage? <laughs> Absolutely. I had a mortgage when they were singing those songs, man. Yeah, but isn't that crazy? Yeah. That, that kind of shit I can never get into. It's like, uh, you know, I can't stand my principal. Put me in detention. Dude, you're 33 <laughs> years old. But you will, you'll like Blink-182, though. Well, yeah, not but yeah, but I, yeah. No, I find because li- when find Blink was, they don't, they don't, they don't do the themselves. same. Yeah, and Blink depends the song. Yeah, uh, you see, depends yeah. the song. Because <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Blink One Eighty Two. If they're doing anything now, they're not going to be like, "What's my age again?" <laughs> what they're not. <laughs> oh, there's no, certain no, songs they won't, they won't do. They won't. That's why yeah. people don't really like them as much for their new stuff because they're not talking about being a teenager anymore. Yeah. Well, you, they're no longer teenagers. Yeah. yeah, that's why they can't. They can't write they can't about write, being a teenager. I mean, how can you have a band like what's their face? You can't do what you're not like. Even me in comedy, I can't go up there and start telling people. The offspring. You have no idea how hard it is being a black guy in Montreal. <laughs> I mean, you, like, what are you talking you might, about? You might get like a laugh you? just yeah. off that. Like, what are you talking about? And, and sorry, sir, you know how hard it is. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you have no idea, yeah. okay? And you just end it there. That'd be hilarious. The glass ceiling. Women like me can't get. It's like, what the fuck is he saying? That's yeah. like a oh, one-way hey, ticket. Yeah. It could be a woman nowadays. I, I could pull it off because people will laugh. They'll be like. Okay, he's fucking around, but not for too long. No, no, no. Uh, you couldn't just go I on. I can't seriously it. go on like that. People are going to be like, is he insane? Because that would be insane. That's crazy. But they do the same thing when I see four-year-olds being like, my mom grounded me. It's like, did she? What is she, like 90? What do you mean she grounded you, you psychopath? It like, could be well, no, like you stepbrothers. Well, you know what we can write about from the last year? The government grounded me. Oh, yeah, the government grounded us all. <laughs> so yeah. many people wrote songs about that. <laughs> I almost don't want to because there's so many out there now. You, I think you should avoid all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's over now. Yeah. Even when it was on during, yeah, it, I didn't because want to. Because it, it's only going to be that period of time, yeah. and then after that, once we're all out of it, nobody want to wants to anymore. relive that, man. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch it. Like if they make a movie about the pandemic, I don't think we're going to watch it. Well, it was even you remember when we came watching me in French. Mm-hmm. Even when I got into uh, the 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 haunting show on Netflix and all that stuff, 
uh, I said, you know, oh, the good thing about the pandemic was I watched this. So comedians say, they, why don't you stay on the pandemic and talk about that longer? I go, no, I used it to jump into actual jokes because I don't want to remind people, hey, we were stuck in, we're yeah. doing this. I used it so they can relate. Why was he watching Netflix? All oh, because of that. They understand that. It's, a it's done. It's, it's a, a segue. Right, no, it's a good you can't just stay on the darkness of it. Because it's not my job. My job is to make you laugh. Yeah. If I make you think about... Yeah, if I make out. you think about your neighbor that committed suicide or your job that was gone, then I'm not doing my job properly. I mean, it's going to have to come up in certain conversations because it's It's real months. life. Yeah, it's yeah, real it's, life. Yeah. What else are you doing other than that? But yeah. it's not about, oh, I hated being inside all the time. It was... I can't know. go on stage and be like, hey guys, where you been? <laughs> yeah. Haven't seen y'all in a minute. Like it has I mean, to be that something would be like funny though. That would be yeah, hilarious. That, that I, just made me laugh right now. <laughs> it has to be something like uh, I realized through the pandemic that hygiene not important. Yeah, no. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. you just bring you it as bring, a segue and fucking say something. Yeah, so, something that changed your perspective on things. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't write a song uh, about the pandemic. Uh, maybe the way it made me feel, but that's just more of a you know relation type of thing. You know, I want to. I, I I felt terrible, but I would never say pandemic or virus or it's just like. The feelings inside. Just oh. said both those things are right now. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> mean like in a song? In a song, yeah. The virus got me down. Some yeah, people we try to be clever by saying virus in a different way, like computer virus. It's like, no, you're not. You're not being clever, man. We know what you're talking about. Cyber attacks are on the rise. Oh, yeah, that, that, that whole, that whole uh, "Bring Me to Horizon" album was kind of about that, and I don't want to listen to it anymore. Not we're out of it. Yeah. Well, like out of it. I didn't want to listen to it while I was in it. <laughs> yeah, it's too. Anyways, where uh, so where do you want the people to follow you now? Like I have your links in the description the for Spotify, Instagram. <laughs> what's up with parks and kids with you today? Yeah, dude, today you're very kid friendly. <laughs> why? Why are parks all about kids, man? We have national parks that aren't filled with children. That's with, true, though. Yeah. Uh, so I no, mean, I, uh, uh, baby uh, animals and stuff. Baby, baby That's animals. That's where you're going. <laughs> yeah. No, but where? Okay, so we already discussed that uh, Paradise is out now. Yes, yes, it is. But August is when the next EP is out, yes. so they're going to have to wait for that. Uh, yeah, they're going to have to wait for all four songs uh, for the Darkest Side of Truth EP, but next month, July, we're going to drop a song called All I Can, and it July is 30th. excellent. Yeah. July 30th. July 30th. And you don't want to give away the theme? That's, with the theme? Uh, well, he says, uh, stand oh. as a fool again is a line in the song. It's all I can. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna, no, no, actually, I don't want to ruin anything. I just want to yeah. listen to it. It is. No, we can show you after. We have it on yeah, our phone. Yeah, we have oh, it. We're going to listen. It's, yeah. it's excellent. Yeah, I, I love it, and I hope you guys are going to love it. And where do we follow us? Uh, we'd appreciate uh, Spotify more than anything else. Follow us on Spotify. Listen. And Apple Music. And Apple, Apple Music, yeah, for sure. Apple Music, but Spotify actually has like a community for following. And Instagram, when we're or Orchad. Underscore official. Because we're illiterate. Because <laughs> we're illiterate. Uh, Orcad underscore official uh, on Instagram. And you can find everything else from there. That's like the most important thing for us right now. And YouTube. Sub subscribe because YouTube wants us people to subscribe. You heard it straight from the double J's. Subscribe. Thank you guys and go fuck yourselves. Love you. Welcome everybody to the thoughts of my head. All my confessions. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.